I feel like we are the toxic relationship that we try not to be. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hey, it's me. I don't know where you are tonight, but I'm sending you the location. I hope to see you soon. Like, we really just come back every once in a while, and we keep saying, babe, we've changed. <laughs> we're going to be we're gonna be around more. We say we're going to be here every week, and then we fail. We book a few trips. We make our way back eventually when it's convenient for us. But you know that we care about you. We love you so much, and you're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Serena. And I'm Yaz, and this is Send the Location. Throwback to our toxic behavior. On a real note, we are so, so sorry for our absence. I feel like a lot of people can relate to the change in weather. Yeah. Seasons changing. Um, We have had a lot going on ourselves, including talking to some exes. I'm not going to specify whose exes. (laughs) Stop, Serena. (laughs) <laughs> oh no honestly like yeah, thank you thank you <laughs> thank you for like throwing yourself under yeah, the bus I, I literally wasn't even throwing you under the bus until you started talking like that you threw yourself under the bus i no one okay we're, we're going down together you know you always <laughs> knew that like i can already see us literally in a retirement home when we're like 80 years old like just pushing each other down the bus. pushing each other down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately i think that's the only way i'm going to want to go but we're back. Are it's you fine. saying that you want to be with me when you're 80? I'm saying I don't think I'm gonna have a choice because <laughs> no one else is gonna put up with me at that age. <laughs> Not even my old, frail potential husband that I haven't found yet. I think like at like I don't know, probably like 83, I'd try and open it up to an open marriage or something. Okay, like, the tangent <laughs> that this conversation is taking is a really good reflection of our brains recently. <laughs> like, I keep seeing TikToks, and I'm like, yeah, those are my last three brain cells. And then I see Yaz's behavior on the condom, and I'm like, yeah, that's my last brain cell. And it goes on and on and on. The point is, we don't know what's going on recently with our lives. We are a hot-ass mess. If there was a time to make this podcast like a conspiracy theory, 100% I'm living in a simulation right now. Like, no, I'm not in control. It feels like a fever dream. <laughs> like, life lately has felt like a fever dream. I swear to God, I blinked from Halloween. It's been two weeks. Mm-hmm. How? I don't know. I Like, I genuinely don't know how fuck girl fall transitioned into like what is winter (laughs) (laughs) the genuine concern what is winter like there is no avoiding the reality that the temperatures have dropped below zero if you're it gets dark so early it gets dark at five five o'clock i'm tucking myself into bed If you want to take some golden hour pictures, it's at three in the afternoon. It's absurd. It's actually absurd. And unfortunately, this has reflected into our relationships. I'm looking at you. I was going to look at you. How? Hmm. 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 Do we want to get pushed on the stairs right now? Because I will. (laughs) I won't because she actually will. But I want to. Guys, this is all coming from the bitch that is being wholesome. Okay. Oh my God. Somebody said that I share way more on the podcast than Yaz does, and I am scarred. (laughs) I don't want to talk anymore. (laughs) 
guys, okay. It's not that I don't share. I honestly have shared way too much. I get in a lot of trouble for what I share, at least content wise. (laughs) Whoever said that is not giving me enough credit. They commented that on my live and I was about to be like, ah, sir. Like, I was like, do I, do I just remove myself from the podcast? (laughs) Excuse me. Um, but no, I'm very open. I'm an open book lately. Mm. Mm. Me too. Cool. The thing is, too, I actually hide so much from this podcast. Like, to be transparent, I lie. Not lie. <laughs> <laughs> lie is the wrong word. I omit a lot of real life shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. So when someone said that, I was like, if only they knew. I omitted. The complexity. You omit a lot of shit from this podcast, too. I omitted some things in the past few weeks but it's fine i digress sometimes we have to omit things that are going on in our real life because we don't want the podcast to affect those relationships yeah but i'm happy to bring up the past just like your toxic exes (laughs) speaking of toxic exes i got a phone call a couple hours ago that really threw a wrench in my day it was comedic honestly yeah okay it didn't really throw a wrench in my day however to all of my little friends from my home city, talking to you, reporting back to my ex what I say on this podcast. (laughs) If you're going to report back, but just say the right information, please, because I don't like to get the phone calls from my ex being like, you said this on the podcast. He's like, I didn't listen to it. Somebody told me. And I'm like, that's not what I said on there. And then he goes, well, I did listen to it. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? No, the exes have been out to play. The multiple of them. Your ex has been right up in your messages. The other ex. I know. I the old ex. I literally get Snapchat memories all the time, but all of his friends are asking to come on the podcast. And I'm like I feel like we should let them. I feel like we need to get our exes. You know what? It's been a minute. We should get both of our exes on the podcast. That would be the only way I would start talking to him then. <laughs> Guys, in all seriousness, let us know if that's what you want because we can make it happen. It's just like we might need to bring a therapist, like a licensed yeah. therapist. Some also, kind of mediator. if you're listening and that is in your job description, hit us up as well. Yeah, slide in. We might need you. <laughs> we'll pay you for your services, I promise. There needs to be drinks involved for sure. Yeah, truth or drink with the exes. Who? Oh. That my, our first video episode. Hmm. Mm. Would you guys want to see that? <laughs> I don't know. That'd be pretty fucked. Literally us brainstorming episodes that you'll get in like a As year. We're, we're really just avoiding the main topic here, which is pretty serious. Um, yeah, we're coming in for a real chat today. It's November 21st and we're about to head into the last month of the year. And one thing that I've never fucked with is New Year's resolutions. Why, you ask? Because you never actually stick to them? Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be something else. <laughs> no, I would say that, and also just like, why the fuck is January first when you set up yourself up for oh, like a, a good framework? And I think we kind of wanted to bring you guys some of our lessons that we've learned so far this year, heading into the last month of the year, so that you can actually set yourself up with good intentions to end the year positively, as well as come into the next year feeling like a bad bitch. On another note, I think it's good to talk about this now because. The reason I don't really fuck with New Year's resolutions is because I don't think saying you're going to start something on a certain day, like planning for it in the future, mm-hmm. is going to make it any more effective. If you're going to make these changes, make it like a lifestyle change, like or a mind shift, mind shift. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Mindset shift. Yeah. 
that's going to be lasting. Like if you're making those New Year's resolutions, I'm pretty sure there's crazy stats on it that no one actually sticks to them. It's very rare that you do. Um, it's important that you start these changes when you realize you need them and kind of know the background of why you should be making those changes. Well, have you ever like gone into the gym in January and it's absolutely packed? Yes. You can't get on a treadmill. You can't get on a Stairmaster. Mm-hmm. You're like, bitch, move the fuck over. I've been here for the last few months. And then a few weeks later, people start dropping off. Why? Because they didn't actually set themselves up with attainable goals mm-hmm. that they could actually stick with. You start going in so hot and heavy saying that you're going to hit the gym, for example, like every single day of the week. Mm-hmm. And you can do that for three weeks. But like realistically, you didn't set yourself up to do something that was attainable. Or you didn't set yourself up in the long term in the right way yeah. because you're too busy focused on like the, oh, I'm going to go to the gym five times a week and not really focused on why do I want to go to the gym five mm-hmm. times a week. Yeah. So essentially what we're saying is this entire year of our failed New Year's resolutions later, (laughs) we have quite a few lessons that were major takeaways for us and how our mindset shifted. Even from the beginning of the podcast, I would say there's been so many things that I've actually taken away from even speaking to you guys over this like mic and to Yaz and just living my life after this whole experience Mm -hmm. that I think we made a lot of like life realizations together and apart that are probably going to stick with us for a long time. And I think it's a good thing for us to bring them up. Mm -hmm. And on a legitimately don't look at me like savvy now. I just feel like I have seen you grow so much in the last year and like, you literally graduated university. You became a bad bitch. And I could just see how much happier and more independent you are. And, like, it just shows. And I think that, like, it shows why people, you know, want to follow you in your life. And you're, like, someone to look up to. So, like, this is going to be, like, a little Sappy. big sister chat. I'm looking away from her as well. Ew. Don't say ew to me. <laughs> I feel the same way because I think that we kind of both went through these shifts in our lives, like on very similar schedules. And I got to see you find yourself again as your own individual human, which I know that during COVID, like a lot of us were put in those positions where you became really close to the people around you that you could only see. Mm -hmm. And then watching you step out of that and grow into a full person on your own and like be happy doing things on your own. And like you really do make people look up to you and your lifestyle and your routines because people need that kind of inspiration in their life and i feel like even though you didn't have that you became that for yourself so my face guys (laughs) literally serena and i went on our first date like last year and we were like talking about how it was like our dream to do this like Mm -hmm. full time and like you know be able to create content for you and like have a community that we actually feel like connected to so the fact that we're sitting here like a year and a half later talking about this is really fucking dope so thanks for letting us do that this year i was gonna say that too i was gonna say thank you to you guys so much because without you guys literally listening to this we wouldn't even have a platform to speak on so a lot of these life lessons started just in our own minds and like with each other and whatever but they were able to grow and become something that's part of our life every day now because of this mm-hmm. yeah okay do you want to start mm, sure What was your first takeaway from this year? Now, when I say these takeaways, let me just preface. These are random general takeaways. 
they don't follow a certain like category or relationship or whatever like these are just general things that we learned throughout the year that made us be I feel like either more confident more sure of ourselves in general more strict with our decisions um I don't know I feel like that shift that you kind of described all comes down to just being sure of who you are at the end of the day what you want and not settling for anything less than that Mm -hmm. 100% I feel like one thing that I've been working on for so long is getting out of my own head and getting out of a perfectionist mindset because it is going to hold you back from your full potential every single fucking time. And by that, I mean, it's so easy to look at yourself and think, I'm not ready. I'm not there yet. I'm not ready for this role. I'm not a good enough friend. I shouldn't be making content. No one's going to want to watch this. I'm not ready. You're just holding yourself back with negative self-talk. And when you get out of that mindset and just start, like literally just start, it gets so much easier. And every day, then you get to work on perfecting that craft in a way that's actually healthy and that's going to get you closer to your goal. Because... For myself at multiple times this year, I've gotten into this mentality where I'm not good enough and you know, no one wants to see what I'm doing or no one wants to watch me. I tell myself that the things that I've done aren't good enough and I don't celebrate myself and I also hold myself back from just making things that I love because I'm so worried about what other people are going to think. And I know for a lot of you guys that always ask us how we got started in making content, you always ask how we started or why we started and really you just have to like pick up your phone get a $20 tripod mm-hmm. off of Amazon and start filming and stop waiting for the right time i feel like That's there's yeah exactly like there's never going to be the right time it's going to be now and it's okay if you mess up like if you really want some inspiration go back to my videos a year and a half ago they were god awful but i wouldn't have gotten to a place where i'm actually proud of what i'm making and working with brands that i've dreamed of if i didn't just get out of my own head so i still have to remind myself of that every single day but i think that that's one of my biggest ones yeah what do you think of that no i fully agree with that i know at least for myself like before i started making content i kept thinking like okay when i do this i'm gonna start or when I'm no longer living here, I'm going to start. Or when I'm no longer seeing my friends anymore, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to start. Like, I was kind of waiting for all of those things that I felt embarrassed mm-hmm. about to be not a problem before mm-hmm. I actually committed to doing something like this. And even still, I remember for the longest time thinking, okay, well, like, I'm just making things for fun every few weeks right now. Like, I was scared to even be more consistent yeah. because of how it might look. But then once I did, I was like, why was I waiting for something? And I 100% get other people's opinions where it's like, oh, well, like, it's not the same for everyone, whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's it's your own head that's stopping you from moving forward in any direction, whether that's like your career in finance or doing content creation. You are your own worst enemy when it comes to things like that. And I promise you, post your videos no one's going to bat an eye at those little incorrect things that you think aren't good enough. Mm-hmm. No one thinks like that. Like, I, even you sometimes, like, you point out things in your video where I'm like, you're like, oh, I don't like this. And I'm like, what? It's like you see the littlest things that mm-hmm. no one else is ever going to look at as, like, 
being wrong Mm -hmm. and you also i remember you reposted this video it came up for me today oh about personas Mm -hmm. and i feel like that kind of feeds into this too because do you remember when you didn't want to post any of your videos Mm -hmm. i still like that i'm still like that not as much though but yeah i reposted this video on tiktok today and it was talking about this girl and she was describing how her instagram persona is so plotted and put together Mm -hmm. and there's so much thought that goes into every post and it's so perfect and curated and whatever, but how she loves TikTok because you can't really do that. You have mm-hmm. to be more real mm-hmm. and organic and whatever. Now I fully understand like some of our videos are definitely alongside those like put together whatever videos, yeah. but that's why we like going on live. Like that's why we like having the podcast. I am so trying to move away from that perfect image person that has been the trend for so long to be more like real and raw. Like my life is not put together all the time. I am not always on some magical vacation, like (laughs) living my best life. Trust me. I'm not half the time. I'm sitting in my room stressed out and anxious and not wanting to leave the house. Yeah. So I think that's something that's really important that we need to start like portraying also. And like those things aren't going to change when you decide like you want to start posting like that's just like another obstacle just like any other job i saw this other post as well where kylie jenner was kind of talking about how she started to protect herself online a little bit Mm -hmm. with like what version of herself that she shared because like getting so much criticism over like every aspect of her being or like people feeling like they had that much access to her life didn't feel good and Mm -hmm. i've seen a lot of creators kind of talking about that and kind of how you know, you not build an online persona, but you can put yourself out there in a way that's authentic and yourself without sharing every little bit of your life that you're not comfortable like doing yet. Mm -hmm. So that is also a version of yourself that can be completely real. And just know that like, you don't need to be ready to share every aspect of your life to go on and start making content and being the most authentic version of yourself that people are going to absolutely love. Yeah. And I do still think that, like, that's something that me and you work on all the time still. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, I hate talking to the camera. (laughs) So do you. Yeah. We hate it. And trust me, that's something I want to get over and, like, I'm working on getting over. But that's just an example of something that I'm choosing not to share right now because it's not comfortable for me to do so. Mm -hmm. I'm not ready to do that. One day I hope that I am and I'm going to slowly ease into that. But I don't know. Me going on live, for example, was the way that I started that and saying, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to start putting my voice out there, like my face out there, whatever. My lives are my compromise. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, even if you're not ready to go, like, head first yeah. into the deep end of the pool, there's ways to work around it. And I think that it'll really, really pay off if, if you, you decide to, yeah. Even if it's just, route. like, one type of content that you start with off the bat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You feel you love your bedroom and you would love to, like, share waking up videos or something Mm -hmm. like that or things in your bedroom that you love that make you feel peaceful and whatever just start there and you're gonna kill it yeah i agree what about you what do you think your first thing is of this year that you've learned i think kind of going off of what you just said i'm gonna make this one short and then i'll tell you my real one i think addressing the timeline of how your life unfolds whether that's content or like literally any other aspect of your life Mm -hmm. is important. Not everyone's life follows some cookie cutter timeline 
that you're going to graduate at this age. You're going to get a full-time job at that age. You're going to get married at blah, blah. Like, I feel like a lot of us get ahead of ourselves and overwhelmed and anxious trying to follow some old template that somebody told us was the right way to go about your life. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important at this age also to remind yourself that not everybody does follow that template. And like, that's more than okay. Like we always like, like look at other creators, for example, like Emma Leger, like knits on and whatever. And we talk about like their content is so sick. Like they're doing so well for themselves. And then we look and we're like, oh, they've got like five years on us. And we say it in a way that's like, oh, like we have time to catch up. But then we're like, but why do we feel like we need to catch up? Yeah. Like life is not a game of catch up. There's no one's pace but your own to go at. And I think that's something that I constantly have to remind myself. Mm-hmm. And even though we're talking about these as lessons we've learned this year, that does not mean that I fully like engage in this lesson and fully know this all the time. But remind yourself that just because somebody graduated last week and you're the same age does not mean that you had to graduate last week too or you're behind because you didn't or whatever it may be like that. I feel like Emma Chamberlain is a really good example of that. And that I think a part of me at one point didn't love watching her videos anymore because I was like, oh my God, she's like three years younger than me. Mm -hmm. And that girl is so established and so put together in her career. And it can just be so debilitating when you get into like that comparative mindset, which is kind of all of what Instagram and like, you know, the whole highlight reel is. is. You're like, where are they at? Or like when you start Googling people's ages, because you're like how you know how long do I have left yeah right like it's always like that or you see somebody get engaged and you're like oh my god like how are they engaged right now like I don't even have a love interest in my life and you're like fuck yeah I'm so behind like you're not behind you have so much time there is so many ways to go about living your life and just because yours looks vastly different than somebody else's doesn't make one way right or wrong Mm -hmm. when I think about the fact my mom was 38 when she had me Wow. In comparison to people that, you know, are getting married and pregnant literally now when they're 24. There's nothing wrong with how she did it in comparison to, you know, how a lot of her friends Mm -hmm. were. She just had like a different course of her life. But she was so happy with, she told me, like the age that she had me and being able to travel beforehand Mm -hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. So like there's no right path, 100%. Yeah, I completely agree. And on that note as well. See, I feel like all of my lessons kind of like, they kind of go together. They're not the same thing, but they go together. One of my other biggest lessons that I learned, I would say this was a few years ago that I learned it. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe not a few years ago. Uh, maybe about like a year and a half, two years ago. I went through a pretty difficult phase in my life where now like looking back, nothing that I can possibly go through could compare to that and it really was a slap in the face at the end of the day to let go of negativity everywhere like there's no such thing as waking up on the wrong side of the bed to me anymore Mm -hmm. there's literally no such thing I remember I used to blame like I'd wake up and like be in a bad mood and my younger sister would literally be like Serena like why are you waking up with some chip on your shoulder like what did like what happened to you today Mm -hmm. and I'd be like I don't know like nothing. And then my younger sister kind of forced me. She doesn't listen to this podcast, thank God. (laughs) But she was a really huge, huge inspiration to me to learn to let go of all of that negativity that your brain holds on to. Like slap yourself in the face. 
why are you waking up in a bad mood? Why did like your shirt getting caught on that door just piss you off so much? That's so specific to you. It's so specific to me because I get caught on doors all the time. And I remember, this is like, it's funny, but it's not. Because I remember when I was younger, mm-hmm. shit like that would happen to me. And I'd be a menace to society. Like I would walk around pissed off about whatever happened to me. Then I get caught in a door and it'd be like the end of the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's just a small example of how you don't need to have a reaction to everything that happens to you, nor do you have to be letting your brain take over your moods for no reason. Even when bad things happen to me now, the biggest thing I've learned is to let it go. Take five seconds, let it affect you for those five seconds, and then be like, okay, but do I need this to affect the rest of my day? Do I need this to affect my next day? Do I need it to affect my relationships around me? If the answer is no, cut it out. Yeah. Like actually cut it out. I feel like that kind of feeds into a victim mentality that Mm -hmm. we all at some point like have experienced where, you know, everything is happening to us rather than just happening in the world. And like we can just alter how we act Mm -hmm. or react to do that thing. And it doesn't have to be that everything is coming at us and everyone hates us and Mm -hmm. nothing is going our way. And we have such bad luck kind of thing. Yeah, I swear to you, ever since I had that realization that there's nothing that bad in the world, like nothing can happen to you that's that bad, of course, I'm going to be empathetic to like, there are some situations that yes, it's valid, but on a day-to-day basis, there is no need to be negative. Like we make jokes about romanticizing your life, but in all seriousness, you can do that living in your parents' house, finding the things that make you peaceful looking at the positive side of things, I cannot tell you the last time I legitimately woke up in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. Like ever. Mm -hmm. Even now, if I wake up and something bad happens to me, I typically don't let it affect my mood. And if it does, I must be really fucking tired. Mm -hmm. And it must be like a buildup of things. And even at that point, maybe it'll take me a couple hours and I'll be like, okay, like reality check, you don't need to be sulking Mm -hmm. or angry or whatever it is i don't know all i'm saying is letting go of the negativity that surrounds everything in your life changes your whole outlook on the entire world Mm -hmm. i don't know what do you think of that no i completely agree and like i've seen you like have a mindset shift in like the last year even like the last six months where like you just seem so much more genuinely happy because you kind of let go of some of like Honestly, like, the inner demons that, like, mm-hmm. were just, like, negative self-talk constantly, like, mm-hmm. making you decide that you can't possibly be happy or, like, you know, enjoy a day because you're you're dealing with your negative yeah. thoughts. Either that or, like, I even think about how, like, I used to let my brain tell me that I shouldn't be, like, wearing certain things or going out at certain times or, like, mm-hmm. enjoying my friends or enjoying my meals or whatever, things like that, where now it's like, yeah, there's still going to be thoughts, but what matters is what, like what you take from those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Recognize that your brain can tell you one thing. That does not mean you need to act in accordance with it. Because there are other things going on as well. I don't know how else to say that. I feel like the gist of it is like, like <laughs> if you drop your coffee, I don't know. Like let's say you drop your coffee and like you spill it all over the ground. Tell me that younger you would not have been really mad about that. Super mad. Mm-hmm. Like I would be like, oh my God, I can't believe this just happened to me. Like there's coffee everywhere. Like this is such a mess, whatever. And I'd be mad. 
But like, just clean it up. Yeah, right? Go get a new one. Maybe consider like, did I want this coffee or like, was there like, did I want a chai latte or something? Like, yeah. just take it as an opportunity. You're like, oh shit, Reset. look what I just did. Take a picture of it. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I dropped my coffee everywhere. That can be fire for a photo dump. Like, right? <laughs> put it in my photo dump. But like, I'm telling you, those like little things are things that just tiny, tiny, minuscule examples of how you should not let the little things in life skew your happiness. Mm-hmm. or your mood or whatever mm-hmm. yeah that's mine <clears throat> my next one <laughs> it's a little bit a little bit personal <laughs> i always talk in a horrible british accent whenever i have to like say something serious <laughs> like if me and serena are ever like not getting along one day like i literally knocked on her door the other day and i was like feeling a little uncomfortable <laughs> and i was like yeah i'm in a mood right now like trust everyone goes through their troubles and this is the example of how we're talking about like letting things go like yas walked in my room i had a minute of like i had like actually 10 minutes where i was just angry in my room (laughs) nothing to do with yas literally to do with work and like being stressed out she walks in with her british accent she's like why do i feel like i did something wrong and i'm like you didn't i was like i literally removed myself from the room because i was in such a bad mood So if you guys ever have trouble with confrontation like me, mm. just bring out another persona and maybe they can deal with yeah. it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but also it helps because, like, we're not confrontational. Yeah, like, I'm, so, I'm such not yeah. a confrontational person. Yeah. And it kind of feeds into my whole thing. I I basically, I posted this TikTok on, like, my fake account. Um, It's, like, that untouchable song. And I was just talking about how, like, no one can cause me more drama mm-hmm. than my parent. And... I'm not I'm not laughing like I'm just I'm trying to be serious about this but basically I think that one of the biggest takeaways that I have learned in the last year is that it's okay if people aren't serving the role in your life that they're supposed to it's okay to separate yourself from people that you thought that you were supposed to be around all the time or that were supposed to serve some sort of role in your life because that is really the place that I was in. I'm not going to get into all the specifics, but I had to learn to put myself and my happiness first, which you literally just talked about. And Mm -hmm. for me at that point, I realized I was trying to mend and keep together a relationship that was just constantly hindering my own mental health. And it's okay if you can't, and that can apply to everything. Like, let's say you've been best friends with someone for the last six years but they're constantly tearing you down and making you feel bad about yourself I've fucking been there and it's not worth keeping that friendship going because that person knows so much about you and they've been around for so much and and it's comfy and it's gonna be really awkward to have to start over and make a new friend like it is not worth like harming your own mental health every day to just keep something going that you thought was supposed to and for me in the past year, that has me meant taking a step back from a relationship that most people would deem to be something like really normal. But it's also completely okay not to have a good relationship with your parents. And like, especially heading into the holidays, heading into that season. I know there's a lot of people that go through that and it's awkward and uncomfortable to be on social media around the holidays. I have literally hated people posting about Christmas or Easter or whatever for a long time just because it was never my reality that I was happy in those situations. So just take it with a grain of salt that there's 
you know, people are going through the exact same things as you. And just because you feel like you're alone in it, because maybe not everyone talks about it, you're not. And you're doing great. And there's going to be other people in the world that can fulfill those needs or those roles for you, even if it wasn't defined. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I feel like that kind of feeds into like the template conversation. Like Mm -hmm. there's not that one specific template of how like your parents' reality should be or your siblings' reality Mm -hmm. or your dynamic in those situations. And yeah, it'll feel funny or you might feel bad about it in the moment. Like we just talked about like what you're not getting married yet. Yeah. You don't have that person in your life. What? Yeah. But those are old standards that somehow were built up in our brains, like from a child Mm -hmm. that we're supposed to have. And it's fully okay that you don't have those relationships that you're in quotations supposed to have if it's not what's best for you. And you shouldn't feel guilty for not keeping them around. Mm -hmm. I know that we recently received a DM about um, someone that had gotten into a situationship, a relationship And they were in their early 20s and they had never gone farther with a person, but that person had experience and that person had, and they Mm -hmm. didn't know how to approach that. And I feel like that kind of relates to this just Mm -hmm. in terms of the whole framework or the timeline. Fuck guys, I didn't have my first kiss until I was literally 16 and I kept pushing it off because I was just embarrassed at that point. I was like, I'm not going to know how to kiss. Everyone's going to know that I haven't, but like if you're with the right person, they're going to be understanding, like just be transparent and they're going to go into that situation like with grace and like understand like, you know, to be gentle and to Mm -hmm. go at your pace and like to communicate. So like never think that you're too late. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, then that's not the right person for you. And that literally still applies like to the family relationship thing and filling those voids of people in your life. Like in my opinion, like yeah, came into my life and it doesn't feel like, I think we kind of agree on this. We don't really talk about it, but it feels more like a family situation than a friend situation mm-hmm. where like I can be in a bad mood around you. And I know you're not going to get mad at me and like, let's not be friends anymore. Like, yeah. no, you know, deeper than that. It's not about you. Yeah. When you meet people in like your life that are literally more just like family, mm-hmm. that shit's dope because that feels like unconditional. Obviously like mm-hmm. treat those people with respect. Don't take that for granted, but know that you can have a bad day. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about that like template of like yeah maybe Yaz isn't actually family and I do have a sister but even like you don't have siblings Mm -hmm. and I feel like almost we feel like siblings more so and we even talk about with my younger sister how like we kind of feel like siblings even though I don't know yeah not every relationship is that black and white like you have two parents and you have one sister and like that's cool yeah my first cousin um shout out to you Marcus if you're listening which I doubt that he is (laughs) Imagine he listens every week. <laughs> I would die. Marcus, text me if you're listening to this, but I doubt that you are. Um, my mom's sister's son actually grew up like my brother. He had a very different family dy- dynamic than I did. Um, and even still, like I was just talking to him today and it just reminded me how crazy it is, how like everyone's lives are so vastly different. And from his perspective, I'm sure he's sitting there thinking like the same thing as you, like around the holidays, like he doesn't really have that same background or like mm-hmm. situation to look forward to but my family kind of filled that void for him mm-hmm. and yeah maybe that's not conventional to talk about like all the time but that doesn't change how much love and respect and care that he gets in those situations mm-hmm. friends made me feel so much better about 
that dynamic mm. because like you know how they always have like friendsgiving mm-hmm. and like they do christmas together and like you get to like choose your family in that respect like this like holiday season i'm not planning on spending much time at home but i also have some friends that live in other provinces that aren't able to go home and we're you know planning to do mm-hmm. some stuff together that you would traditionally maybe do with like your immediate family so just know that like everyone's dynamic can be different and it's fucking cool mm-hmm. so just look at it that way we got another one from someone that said that they recently got out of a seven-year relationship and they're having a really hard time trying to put themselves out there again the guys that they're interested in feel bland and boring and the guy that she is interested in is unemotionally available. Even though she's picking up healthier habits, like diving into the gym, she feels lonely and unlovable. And she really wants to know what you and I would say to someone experiencing something like this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kind of relates to Yeah. 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 That's the thing about all these like life lessons that we're bringing up is there's so many ways to take the information or the lesson. Mm -hmm. Like whether it was like me talking about letting go of negativity, that could be about absolutely anything, like literally anything. Or you talking about how you kind of removed relationships that weren't adding value to your life. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. One of the lessons that I literally wrote down was to stop trying to hold on to and grasp things that don't make sense for me or don't add value. Yeah. I think it can be really hard when you don't feel like you're getting that validation that you've been used to for so long like this girl was with someone for seven years Mm -hmm. but then it's really important to look internally for that rather than to try and find the right guy and it's important to keep putting yourselves out there but in the same respect maybe you know just continue to be open to things but don't be looking for it because Mm -hmm. when you're looking for something it's so easy to you know pick people apart and try and find someone that's really similar to the last person you dated or really different from the last person that you dated Mm -hmm. you have to be so happy on your own and in your own company before you can even think about engaging in another relationship or trying to pursue somebody else or even devote your time to somebody else if you're not happy and content literally on your own not entertaining anyone or anything you have to literally like you said look at yourself like look at yourself in the mirror say why aren't i happy and then at that point once you've reached that goal of internal happiness i can guarantee you're going to bring someone into your life that's only going to add to that mm-hmm. and it'll be worth it that you had to go through that entire phase of not really knowing what was going on with you mm-hmm a little bit more spicy she asked one more question she had said that a guy in a very public and seemingly happy relationship had hit her up recently but it was on vanish mode it was innocent conversation but she felt sussed out and she was curious if vanish mode is always a red flag i've never had someone use vanish mode i don't even know what that is so vanish mode is like on i think it's on instagram only and like pretty much after you see a message, mm-hmm. it's gone. You like you know the same way that you can send a photo on Instagram. You can either send it yes. in the chat yeah, or yeah. just there. Oh, tea. so it just goes away right after. I would say that's a. I wouldn't look at it with pure intentions at all because there's no reason for someone to be you know automatically deleting their messages yeah, unless why someone's checking their phone for sure there's no reason for it to be on that mode then yeah that kind of reminds me of like a snapchat message where it's like you're only going to snapchat message somebody instead of text them when you have their number because mm-hmm. you don't want someone to see the contents of that conversation 
Yeah. So I would definitely take that as some kind of red flag. Someone also said um, petition for Serena to watch Gilmore Girls. Guys, I'm going to really try. <laughs> no. I literally have to finish the OC. <laughs> my sister's still on my ass about the I OC. Just, I don't know. I'm, I'm busy. I got too many other shows going on right now. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention was about... Mm, this one's kind of like on a tea side of things. Oh, like not to get spicy. It's it's a life lesson that's kind of related to what we already talked about, but I kind of wanted to mention it from this angle or trajectory just because I feel like it might be more relatable. Okay. This is following the conversation today with the ex. Mm-hmm. When I say let go of negativity in your life, there are so many things that come with that when you let go of negativity. An example being pettiness. <laughs> I feel like I just had to get this off my chest. <laughs> I think I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. We're not petty. No. We. I think I've outgrown it. This, I used to be petty. I used to be the pettiest. Like, if you did me dirty, I would do you dirtier. Yeah. And I will fully admit to that now because I am not like that anymore. I do not care to be like that. You don't care to be like that. I know you don't. There's nothing worse as a 23, 24-year-old than people who act in petty manners towards you when that's something that you no longer care to engage in. Yeah. Let's talk about a certain situation Mm -hmm. where I think mm, recently we were identified by someone as being petty where Mm -hmm. that's the complete opposite of like what the situation was. And what our intentions were completely. Yeah. Um, I just think... In the business of what we do online, there is a lot of room for interpretation or what's the word that I'm looking for? I don't want to say like imitation. Oh, that that's the Was exact, it imitation? Imitation. Okay. Yeah. And... That's just something that I think it's, we've talked about it so many times. I think it's so important to be yourself, be your own person and bring your own authentic energy into whatever you're creating. Mm -hmm. And that comes with confidence, being proud of what you're pursuing, what you're displaying, what you're talking about. It comes down to even us creating this podcast. And we've been so proud of this podcast and we're so thankful for all of you guys listening to it. But with that, we've just gotten messages recently about things that have seemed eerily similar from a few different avenues from Mm -hmm. a few different people and I just don't love that I don't want to be compared to anyone I don't want anyone to think that we're imitating them I think that we should clarify though people have reached out to us to identify another um I don't want to like expose too much of the situation But they've identified that there's people out there who are essentially doing what we're doing the weeks after we do it. Yeah. Like, and I don't want to bring this up either, and this is the whole point, in a petty way. This is the part of the letting go of the negativity side of things. We didn't want to address it, like, at all. We appreciated you guys reaching out and saying that stuff, but we didn't really want to address it. I would have rather just not seen it so that mm-hmm. i just didn't know. have to know mm-hmm. but then when we saw it 
I just, we both felt like, oh no, like, how are we going to now respond to these, Mm -hmm. like, notes, I guess, from people that are saying things about it, because it kind of looks bad on us if we, like, don't say anything about it. Just know, guys, that we fully respect the hustle, and we get what everyone's trying to do. Everyone wants to make their place on the internet. We have nothing but respect for those people. However, we don't want to see or engage with or allow there to be any room for interpretation when it comes to like what we're producing yeah. and what they are. Um, yeah, I don't know how else to say that. I just want to say it in like a trust me, like we don't want anything to do with. No, like what we've seen what we need to see. And like, it's just like, it's not a big deal. Like we don't care. No one's mad. But like, I just would never want anyone to think that we're imitating someone else mm-hmm. and like kudos to other people for being on the internet and putting themselves exactly. out there so like with that i think a year and a half ago would we have had that perspective on it mm-hmm. hell no no i would have been like what the hell are we gonna do about these people copying our podcast like yeah. it's just like it's it's not that deep and it probably doesn't even come from that type of place. Mm-hmm. So like, let's not assume the worst of people's character always. Mm-hmm. And I think that that applies to like everything. Like maybe let's not always assume that, you know, people are copying are, us or are doing something to intentionally hurt you mm-hmm. or hurt your feelings. That's all I'll say. Yeah. On that front. I feel like this was a really wholesome little moment, mm-hmm. but thank you guys so much for listening I actually had a lot of fun, surprisingly, talking about things that aren't so sexy. I was like, sex, drugs, alcohol. (laughs) It was kind of nice to get real for a minute. Um, And just to reiterate, we're sorry we are the toxic relationship that keeps coming back. Um, But just know... We're here to stay, baby. We're here to stay. We'll be around town. We'll be making episodes as we can. And if we're not here... Please don't assume the worst of us. I promise you we're probably just going through it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye guys. Hope you have the best week. Love you lots. Ciao.